This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It's a big day of reckoning. Two eyes on the American news headlines today. Iowa and impeachment. Here to talk about both from the Global News Washington Bureau, correspondent Reggie Ciccini joining us. Reggie, thanks for being with us. Where do you want to start, with the president or in the Iowa caucuses? I'll, I'll let you lead on this one. I mean, both of them are equally important right now. I sure. think we could probably start with Iowa only because it's uh, it's going to be lingering through the day and in towards the night tonight, whereas the impeachment articles, uh, that's going to pause in about a couple of hours and then take, take a break. So I would say we start in Iowa. Absolutely. Okay, so this is the Iowa caucus. It's their turn. They're always first in the parade to uh, uh, essentially take their pick of the Democratic field of candidates. It is, and it is historically a good marker to be able to figure out who may be the Democratic nominee by the time the conventions roll around later this year. The problem is this year... It's really hard to tell. Polls are uh, finding it difficult to be able to figure out who is going to be the front runner by the end of this. Bernie Sanders has been kind of picking up a lot of support. It would appear that the Democratic Party may have underestimated the Sanders campaign once again mm-hmm. this time around. He's picking up uh, some significant support here. And polls are also showing that Joe Biden could be one of the lags behind and, and possibly come second, third, maybe even fourth. So that's why there's some there's some instability in trying to figure out exactly what's going to happen by the end of the night. And we have haven't seen any any commanding lead taken by anyone. What about the press, the local press in Iowa, when you want to you know, go to one of these uh, state nomination processes, Reggie? You're always looking for the endorsement of the local uh, Des Moines Register and, and press uh, backing like that. And I'm not noticing any huge surge of support in any one direction. No, there wasn't. There has been some support for Bernie Sanders. There was also some support growing for Elizabeth Warren over the last couple of weeks. But what we usually see right around this time is the Des Moines Moines Register comes out with their kind of big final push as to how this is going to lay out. But there, I guess, were some uh, polling inaccuracies, and there were some people that had complained that Mayor Buttigieg's name had been left out of some of the polling questions. So it was actually decided at the last minute to pull the polling out and not release any of that. So that's kind of leading to that cloud of confusion for people because they don't have that kind of uh, 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 packed mentality of saying, well, this is who you say we should go for. Maybe we should walk behind that person. Yeah, interesting. I don't know whether you watched much of the Super Bowl yesterday, Reggie, or not. I did. Unfortunately, we didn't get the American feed up here in Canada, and you know that story as well as the rest of us. But uh, if you were watching the American feed, you would think that the Iowa caucuses are long gone, and you were looking at a presidential race between Michael Bloomberg and Donald Pump, who's pumped a lot of money into those uh, ads during the Super Bowl, millions and millions of dollars, the Bloomberg factor. He's not been part of this uh, up until Iowa. Is he going to surprise? 
I mean, it's possible here. I mean, Michael Bloomberg is somebody who understands that he came to the party late and he's been facing criticism over the fact that he essentially bought his way into uh, the most recent uh, into the most recent uh, debate. He likely showing up into the next debate. And the only reason he's as far as he is right now is because he has a big financial backing. Sure. I think what uh, what what Michael Bloomberg is trying to say here is, look, I may not be the candidate of choice. I may not be the person standing on the stage in uh, in July to be able to accept the nomination. But what I'm going to do in his eyes is take the money and spend it and ensure that whoever the candidate is is going to have that kind of financial backing behind him. I think he's just trying to kind of give a little bit of a lift to a Democratic Party who's been really suffering under a bit of infighting and an inability to create a platform outside of let's just beat Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting, of course, that you note the resurgence of support for Bernie Sanders, as was the case four years ago. Uh, a lot of very young uh, first-time voters again in enthralled with Bernie and his policies and uh, that sort of thing. Of course, Bernie would be a gift from God for Donald Trump because we, we up here in Canada, Bernie's a, is a social Democrat like the NDP. Uh, but in America, if you're a socialist, they see that and interpret that as a communist. And it, it, it'd be a tough, a tough fight, don't you think? It would be a tough fight, and I think that there is trying to, or at least Bernie Sanders is trying to, along with Elizabeth Warren, change that idea that just because we're socialist, it doesn't mean that we are some kind of, uh, you know, communist trying to control your day-to-day life. Right. They, they, they see socialism in the U.S. more towards Cuba than they do towards, uh, you know, how the Canadian model is, and I think that that's why this grassroots kind of buildup underneath Bernie Sanders four years ago is still resonating today, because obviously it didn't go Go anywhere under the Republican government that we're sitting with right now. And Democrats, particularly the moderate Democrats, are still fearful of shifting too far to the left, un- not kind of understanding that the Democratic base is very quickly becoming younger. There are more millennials voting this time around than there are going to be baby boomers voting this time around. Interesting. There's also a growing uh, a minority throughout the United States that is starting to kind of take away some of that massive amount of white vote that used to be prevalent in elections past. And Democrats really need this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory shopify pos has everything you need to sell in person go to shopify.com system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today that's shopify.com system to start understanding that that is the base for them. And Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are really trying to take advantage of that. Same too with Mayor Buttigieg, simply by his age and his ability to kind of draw in a younger crowd. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's, uh, you know, you're in Washington, Reggie, and, and uh, you know, up here uh, in home base for you at Global News headquarters in Toronto and across the country, not many Canadians are able to see anyone on the horizon that we think would stand even a snowball's chance of, of going up against Donald Trump and making some kind of impact. You're at the scene of the crime, so to speak, in Washington, D.C. Do you see anybody that the rest of us can't? 
Well, I mean, look, this is this is a varied group of candidates, and we're still, you know, despite the fact that we're rounding out the Iowa caucuses today, we're still very far off from any kind of nomination process. True. We still have a number of debates to go through, and we still have all of the primaries to be able to get through. I think what we need to look for is what happens today. Who comes in first, second, and third? If it's a Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg kind of thing, usually what happens is the people who are lingering behind at the end of the Iowa caucuses fall off the wagon sure. by the time we get to New Hampshire next week. If we see something like Bernie Sanders win today, it doesn't ultimately mean that Joe Biden is going to fail out. He has a strong following with the African-American community, and the South Carolina primary takes place towards the end of, uh, I believe, the end of this month. Right. Uh, and that is essentially going to be where Joe Biden is able to pick things up. So we still have a couple of months to be able to go through before we're able to say definitively this is who it could be whoever it is though is going to have a monumental challenge of trying to get around the trump base the trump surrogates and the president himself now you're in washington do you plan to cover the state of the union address in person tomorrow and if so do you expect a donald trump victory lap we, I will be covering that tomorrow, and I, 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 he, the president says that he is not going to try to get into impeachment. I think he would have liked this to have wrapped up last week, so he could take sure. a victory lap and say, sure, look, I've been exonerated, I've been vindicated, now let's continue to move on. According to the president's people, he's going to make this very kind of warm and glowing and talk about legislative uh, uh, wins from the past, even though there might not be that many of them. He'll talk about USMCA, he'll talk about uh, security down towards the border, and really use this as kind of a rallying cry to get the message out there that while the Democrats and the quote-unquote deep state are still going after him, look at all the great things that I've done for the country. If he goes off course, if something happens in the next 24 hours and he decides that the prompter is not going to be his friend that night, mm. this could be anybody's State of the Union or anybody's guess as to what happens at the State of the Union, and it could be like inauguration three years ago when he starts bringing this kind of fire and anger towards the, towards the American public. Interesting stuff. Now, is there any remote possibility at all, Reggie, that uh, the the mysterious John Bolton and his soon-to-be-released book and these teases that he's been releasing about the president knowing this, that, and the other thing because he was there, eyewitness-type stuff, is there any possibility Mr. Bolton will be heard from in this process at all? I don't think he's going to be heard of by the time or heard from by the time that, you know, the impeachment goes to the acquittal vote tomorrow. Now, that doesn't mean that we won't hear from him. There are reports that the House is going to try to subpoena him to get information that won't do anything for impeachment, but it will put it on the record. And I think that could kind of bolster the Democrats' hands towards the end of the uh, election cycle by saying, look, here's the information we tried to gather for you. Here's the information that you now have from John Bolton that right. Republicans didn't want to hear from. Here's how you can take that with you when you head into the voting booth at the end of November. I think that just because the trial portion is wrapped up, just because the president may likely become acquitted, it doesn't mean the Democrats aren't going to continue to push information into their base to ensure that they can try to get as much support as they can by the end of the year. Yeah, just to wrap things up here, Reggie, and we're grateful for your time today, just the the, the protocols involved. I'm watching CNN at the moment, and one of the Democratic impeachment managers is presenting her portion of the case. That will continue through the balance of today and more closing arguments arguments rather tomorrow and is that it is then subject to a vote and it's one and done Essentially, yeah. So we're, we're kind of within the last two hours here of both sides being able to wrap up their final bits. And then senators will be able to speak just to get their voices on the record. Tomorrow, they will be able to speak as well, except it won't be considered impeachment trial. The chief justice won't be there. It's simply going to be just a matter of, of procedure that things happen. And then by Wednesday, the vote is likely to happen around 4 p.m. D.C. time. And then that's it. If the president's acquitted, impeachment goes away. And 
back to kind of D.C. regular life under the realm of Donald Trump. And that's uh, and and uh, once the vote is taken uh, and and uh, the 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 tally has been uh, done and uh, the the results are announced, it's over. That's it. Does somebody hit a gap? Will the will the chief justice preside over that final vote, or is he done already? No, the chief justice just walks away for tomorrow, and then he comes back for that final vote. He gavels down once that final you know yay or nay is given, and this goes into the history books as you know that fourth or, or or what Americans are hoping could be the f- last impeachment ever have to go through. And then that's the end. We read about it in the history books and we just move on uh, with the election cycle and it'll almost be like impeachment never happens. I have a feeling, Reggie, the stuff that's going to be in the history books that we're going to read about all of this has yet to be written because there's a lot of information we just flat out have not been allowed to see. This president has taught us to expect the unexpected. Indeed. Reggie Ciccini at Global News Washington Bureau. Great to speak to you. You have a busy couple of days ahead. Enjoy. There's Reggie Ciccini in Washington.